Hello, and welcome to the 2021 edition of Seattle to Unknown. Part one of however many episodes we decide to do this year. I'm having a slight identity identity crisis, and I only know that my name starts with an M, but I don't know what follows. Um, do you need us to stop recording so we can have a little quick refresher on who you are? Check your Memento style tattoos. What? The movie Memento, where the guy has no memory, so he just tattoos everything he needs to know on his body. And he's like looking all over. He's like, oh, my name is this. I murdered someone? I don't know. I haven't seen that movie in a long time. Never saw it at all. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know. Um, wait, introduce yourself and then I'll I'll explain. Okay. I'm Sarah and I'm confused. As usual. Anyways, during our um, our holiday break, it came to the point where someone looked at my name tag and said, oh, Melinda's not here. Or like, none of you are Melinda. And then people just call me whatever name and I've just given up correcting them. <laughs> but like, I'm wearing my own name tag with my name on it. And they're like, they look at like the group of us that was just there and they're like, oh, none of you are Melinda. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> so I think I'm going to go like, um, like Bond style and I'm just going to be M. That's a choice. And then, you know, just like, and maybe like a blank afterwards so they can just fill it in. Does that mean I can go back to calling you Marimba? No. You're still in my phone as Marimba. No. Yeah. Marimba and then a little skull emoji. Just put the M in the skull emoji. That's all you need. M skull? Yeah. Sounds a, sounds a bit like num skull. It's okay. I'm just going to change yours to chucking it. That's fine. But yeah, I've like, that's where I am in 2021. I've given up on my own name. <laughs> fair i mean names aren't really important when you're the only person that you talk to i just sit at my desk all day and i'll be like hmm what am i having for lunch today i didn't need to say that out loud i didn't need to say say that last part out loud either you're talking to the animals right sure are you not supposed to talk to animals like they're not going to answer back to you do yours answer back they meow not as loud as mine meows i said they meow they don't scream (laughs) The other day I was on a Zoom call and one of my coworkers, one of the cats was just going crazy. She's always loud, but she's extra loud when I'm on a call. And afterwards we hung up and a coworker messaged me and asked, is your cat in heat? No, that's just her indoor voice. Is your cat being murdered? (laughs) Mine's trying to look majestic right now while eating. That's hard to do. Anyways, we have been a podcast about travel and now we're definitely exploring the unknown part since travel's off the table right now it's still probably gonna have a pretty international spin on things stuff from around the world interesting stuff i don't know whatever we'll see (laughs) i mean we could talk about the um the impacts of brexit since that's gone into effect at the beginning of the year and i don't know whatever else comes up what travel is trying to look like as we get further away from the beginning of the pandemic i don't know if we're in the heart of it or like edging towards the heart of it i don't don't know i don't think anybody knows no it's still here Uh, we're still here too somehow oh but i'm sleepy (laughs) you did not have enough cold brew no i did not but i did so there's this company that's been advertising a lot on instagram it was one of those things that they just kind of wore me down over time but it's essentially smoothie mixes that you buy like 
like Otter Pop style tubes of smoothie mix. Oh, I've s- is that why I'm seeing those ads, Sarah? Is it it's you? entirely possible. Uh, but it's like freeze dried fruits and vegetables and whatnot, and you either mix it with water or milk. And I'm not mentioning their name because I'm not buzz marketing a company. Like, eh. I haven't finished my box yet, so I can't decide if I like it or not. But today I had one that was mochas, and I don't remember what exactly was in it. I mean, obviously Wait, coffee. Mochas? Like plural? Every different flavor isn't named after a flavor. It's named after color. And so it's not mocha, it's mochas. So there's a reds, there's a greens, there's a blues. And so it's mochas. That makes more sense with the reds and greens. But like, couldn't mocha still just be mocha? I guess you don't want to call it browns because that doesn't sound appetizing. (laughs) And it does have coffee in it, but that one was extra good. Ooh, topes. Um, Tans. I just want to say the shits, but, you know, that's bad marketing (laughs) right there. (laughs) Yeah. So I did have that today and it was oddly satisfying. Like I wasn't expecting something that was just mixed vegetables with coffee added to milk to be good but it was very good i enjoyed it and now i'm sad there was only one in my box well that's very deceiving if they're gonna put the plural on it (laughs) (laughs) i'm very upset by this plural if you can't tell i'm very sorry but what i should be the one called aquamarines is not good will not be ordering that one again okay So is there, like, a base, like, this is the base mix where, like, all of these have these same basic fruits and veg in it, or? No, they're all different. But there's no, like, there's a base and they add on whatevs to make it the colors? No. I'm intrigued by this, because I've seen those, and I'm like, man, I do love me a good smoothie, but I don't own a blender. So you don't need one. Um, It's all freeze-dried and, like, oh, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It appeals to me because of the lack of blender. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let me look. The Oh, the Mocha's one is limited edition. Mm. They better keep it on. It was really good. It has coffee, cocoa beans, McKee berries. I'm not sure what that is. Dates, strawberry, shiitake mushrooms, chaga mushrooms, boabab powder, and cinnamon. You know, I tried like one of those mushroom teas. Mm-hmm. and it was not good. <laughs> yeah, I I didn't read the label. I was just like, oh, I need something with so- something caffeinated in it. So I tried that one this morning. I was like, oh, I could do with more of those. Yeah, I think when a mix, it would be fine, but when it was just like the mushroom tea, it wasn't for me. It, it wasn't yeah. delightful. The aquamarines sounds like it should be good. It's pineapple, peach, zucchini, parsnip dates lime blue spirulina and fennel the problem is is it tastes like parsnip i was gonna say the fennel's kind of a hard sell yeah parsnip's a a little there too if you took out the fennel and the parsnip it would be really good but mostly it just tasted like seeds and dirt but the other ones have been good so far calling it aquamarine just makes me think of aquarium rocks for some reason (laughs) yeah they have Ambers, aquamarines, coral, crimson, golds, greens, jades, mochas, peaches, pumpkins, purples, reds, rubies, scarlets, and yellows. So basically a lot of them have berries in them. Yeah. I mean, that's the easier ones to get people into, I feel. Yeah. Good luck on your smoothie journey. May they not all be uh, aquarium rock flavored? (laughs) Hopefully not. I don't know. What else have we been up to during this 
break. Ooh, I have an update for just today. Oh. Oh, boy. So I have an elevator in my building, and after taking Moose for a walk, we get in the elevator. We don't have to go that far, but usually while we're in there, I make him do a bunch of tricks, like give me a high five, shake, do a turn, sit down, get up, that kind of stuff. Huh? Twern? Yeah, twern. Twern around. Every season, twern, twern, twern. It's somewhere between a turn and a twirl. It's a twern. Oh, gosh. Well, today we were in there coming up from his walk, and I asked him to give me a handshake. So I put out my hand, he puts his paw in mine, and I hear a squish. Ooh, no. And I pull my hand away, and it is covered in dog poop. Why are you letting your dog dance in his own poo? Oh. I don't even think or it was Or somebody his. else's poop? Because if it were his, it would still be warm. And it was very, very cold. No, just... This is all so bad news So he gave bears. me a poo shake. Yeah. Okay, you both were playing in somebody else's poop. Yeah, but I, I didn't know I would be. Yeah, but you ended up participating it. Maybe even willingly because you put your hand out. Mm, that implies that I knew in advance that there would be poo on the bottom of his feet. I guess the new thing is you should always assume there's poop on his feet. <laughs> That's probably true. <laughs> Fair enough. Oh, no. So, yeah. We both came home, I washed my hands, and poor little boy got a shower, though he did not enjoy it. I feel like you've had a lot of updates that involve poop, especially in the winter months. I see a reoccurring theme, miss. Welcome to dog ownership. And cat ownership. Just pet ownership. My life does not involve that much extra poop, and there's two cats in this house. Yeah, but your cats also aren't babies. No, they're old. Allie just turned 12. Jerry will be 12 in the spring. Ah, pets. Do you have any other updates? Besides my identity crisis? Uh, nothing probably too exciting. I don't know. Holidays came and went. Survived those somehow. I'm happy for you. Me too. I don't know. There's not a whole lot. Just taking the time to, like, not have to do so much on my days Mm -hmm. off has been really nice. Because the burnout is real. Yes, indeed. And it's not healthy either. Nope. Physically, mentally, spiritually, poop squasherly. Poop squasherly? I just wanted you to feel included. (laughs) Poop shake. (laughs) Is that what's in the mochas? (laughs) I don't know. We'll see what happens later. That's concerning. Um, There's a chemical fire in Tacoma somewhere. Okay. That's fun. Um, Things to look forward to from this year from us. Totally got a snack box subscription so we can talk about international snacks. Which ones were hits Mm -hmm. and which ones were misses. Yep. And we're still brainstorming, but we've got some interesting stuff coming up. Yes. Uh, We probably will have stuff that involves travel. Some stuff that probably won't. You know, keeping things balanced. As you do. Yep. We're just going to mix it up a little bit this year because talk about travel is limited when nobody wants to be reminded of the fun things they can't do. Literally didn't get anything this holiday season that involved travel either. <laughs> oh, well, um, Sarah did get me the infamous ruffled fanny pack. I guess that could yes. count as a travel thing. <laughs> <laughs> we figured out what? It's been like 10 years we've talked about it. Almost exactly. I found out... Okay, so... 10 years ago, I, or 11 years ago, I bought a 
bag that we used whenever we went to theme parks. And we called it the Disneyland bag or the theme park bag or something like that. Theme park and bag. And then, then it got destroyed. I think it went womp through womp. the wash and just completely fell apart. So I was on Etsy one day looking around, trying to find something that was comparable, but not quite as expensive. And I found this company based in Malaysia where they make canvas bags of varying styles. And they had one that was pretty similar to the the theme park bag. And I ordered it. But while I was looking, I saw this ruffled fanny pack. Like picture a peplum with ruffles, but it's a fanny pack and it's only on one side. But they also, they make a fanny pack that has two packs to it. So you could have actual ruffled peplums on both hips. Missed opportunity right there. But at the time, I sent the picture to Melinda and I said, I have to get this for you. And she said no. And it became this running joke for literally 10 full years. And finally this year, I was like, damn it, I'm buying the ruffled fanny pack. So now she has it. You have yet to send me pictures, though. Uh, my only complaint is, is because that the strap is canvas and like doubled. It's a little hard to adjust. Yeah. I've threatened to use it for work, so I have pocket space for everything I'm supposed to hang on to in a day. <laughs> I think you should. <laughs> I mean, it'd be kind of funny, funny to be like, oh, hang on, and then like, zoop, get my pens <laughs> out. <laughs> I got this. But yes, I don't know. Uh, one day it'll go on an adventure and there will be photos. Good. As it should be. I'll have a fanny pack, fanny pack photo shoot. You'll have a fanny pack? Yep. <laughs> And I'll turn in it. Yeah, you better bring that fanny pack on our next trip, whenever that is. I, w- I don't know if I can make it long enough to wear, like, crossbody and be, like, super posh <laughs> or ridiculous. I'm not quite sure how that's going to play out. Either or. Yeah. Do we have anything else we want to talk about or should we dive into my fun little task for today? All right. Let's 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 get to some planned nonsense. Okay. So, if you are not familiar, there is a website called Reddit. You're probably familiar with that. There is a subreddit, which is like a subsection of the website called Am I the Asshole? Where people present scenarios, some of them are fictional pretty obviously, but most aren't, where they describe something in their life where they either felt they were an asshole or somebody plainly told them you're being an asshole Or they ask, would I be an asshole if I did X, Y, Z? And Reddit gets to weigh in and tell them yes or no. And it is... Think of it as action American Idol. It's like having the internet be your Judge Judy. Judge Judy or Simon Cowell? Uh, More Judge Judy. They tend to get more aggressive with people. (laughs) Um, So what I'm going to do is I'm going to read Melinda a post from Am I the Asshole? And at first, I'm going to give her the title. And based on just the title, you have to tell me how you think it's going to play out. Is the person an asshole? Is the other person an asshole? So no, no, your options are they are the asshole, they're not the asshole, or everybody sucks. Uh, the last one for a thousand, please, Alex. Because <laughs> sometimes there are occasions where someone tells them you're a huge asshole. And actually, no, no, both parties involved were being huge assholes. We're going to say asshole a lot in this episode, so just forewarning. So I am pulling these from a Twitter account called um, AITA underscore Reddit. AITA being am I the asshole abbreviated because they tweet all the good ones. Okay, first one. The title is, 
am I the asshole for being pissed that my wife's dog cheated on my dog? Yeah. They're dogs. Okay, so here is the story. This is apologies for bad English. My wife and I both have Moody's, a very rare Hungarian sheepdog breed. We actually met through a social media group on them. Hers is female. Mine is male. They go... They go at it nonstop, and she got pregnant. I was so excited to have pups. They'll be purebreds and so cute. I love them. She was excited, too. We always wanted to breed them. Well, a few days ago, she gave birth, and they're not purebreds. Looks like she got fucked by a German Shepherd or a Belgian Malinois or something. Great. I don't want to keep the pups, and I want to give them away. We agreed to have purebreds. She doesn't want to and says we should keep them. I'm down to keep them, but we need to have purebreds. She says no, and she'll get her dog spayed. I'm fucking pissed. We agreed to have purebred puppies, and she's going back on her word. End scene. That's a lot of anger about puppies. It really is. Yo, they're puppies. Yay, puppies. Who cares? Yeah, plus there's a lot of weird undertones about purity in there that make me uncomfortable. Yeah. He's going about this all wrong. Yay, puppies. End of story. Yeah. And, like, how many puppies are there? And so how many dogs are they going to end up keeping? Apparently a lot. That's slightly concerning, too. Yes. So, ruling. Asshole. Yes. So that one, I wanted to start us off with something that felt pretty cut and dry. Like, there's a clear answer here. I think most people will agree. Um, next one. Am I the asshole for pretending that I only speak a foreign language so I can shop at a store that requires membership? I need more context. (laughs) Okay. I definitely need more context. In my country, there's a massive store, which is basically our equivalent of Costco or Sam's Club. Just a massive, massive warehouse where everything is sold in bulk and wholesale. I occasionally go here because they sell exotic meats like boar, deer, crocodile, kangaroo, pheasant, quail, and other stuff that I don't know how to say in English. I can't find this stuff in the regular grocery stores. We are making a third, a three bird roast, a turkey with a duck stuffed in it with a pheasant stuffed in the duck. The store only sells to businesses that have partnerships with them. And you need some sort of membership card or something. I've gotten past this three times already. I'm a polyglot and I speak some random foreign language to get them. I speak some foreign language to them that nobody working at the grocery store in Greece would speak. The first few times I kept speaking Chinese to them when they asked me for my card and talking to me about it. First two times they gave up instantly and just sold it to me right then and there. Tonight I did it again. I kept speaking Russian to them. She kept asking me in Greek for my card. I kept saying in Russian, I'm sorry, I don't speak Greek. I speak Russian. I don't understand what you want. She told the manager she doesn't know what to do since we only speak Russian and she doesn't know if we have a card. I almost burst out into laughter. Thank God we had masks on so she couldn't see it. The manager looked annoyed and just processed our transaction and we left. My friends say we're assholes for doing that and we had no right to do it and have been giving me so much shit and are considering not coming to our feast since we stole from them. They said we're major thieves and assholes. I told them they need to chill out because we didn't steal, we paid for it, and this is the equivalent of a Walmart or Costco or something. Massive chains. They didn't. They did not suffer from us buying an entire turkey, duck, and pheasant from them. Um, sorta. They didn't steal. They paid for it, but they're like massively like bending the rules. Also, the like 
the reason businesses are the only ones that get to shop there is because they get business discounts, discounts for buying yeah. bulk. So, yeah, you didn't steal from them, but you also didn't pay what you should have. I mean, you're to. kind of an asshole, but it could have been worse. I don't know. Yeah. Like, this isn't something that you can sustain doing. Like, it's not okay. Yeah. Eventually, you're going to speak the wrong language, and someone's going to be like, um, I speak that language. You need a card. If you don't have a card, go away. Yeah, I mean, I I think it would be a little bit more forgivable if they only did it once, but they keep doing it. And it's just like, okay, no. Yeah. Stop it. So, ruling? Sort of an asshole. Yeah, it's like mild, low-key assholery. Yeah. God, I have three here. Do I want to end on one that's going to annoy you or just go for it? Just do it. Okay. I have no name anymore. Am just I- do it. <laughs> Am I the asshole for ruining the rice that my boyfriend cooks by consolidating the multiple bags of rice, which he claims are different, into a single container? I don't need to hear the rest. She's an asshole. Or he. I guess I shouldn't (laughs) assume. They are an asshole. Yes. It says, I, a 26-year-old female, moved in with my boyfriend, a 23-year-old male, earlier this year. He is kind of disorganized, so I tend to have to tidy things up a lot. He often complains that I misplace things, but it's really just his lack of organization more than anything. He keeps telling me to stop moving his things around, but we live here together, so I don't see why I should stop doing that. Anyway, he happens to be the one who does most of the cooking, and I'd say he's pretty good at it. One thing that does bother me is that he keeps multiple huge bags of rice in the kitchen, which he claims are different types of rice, but I looked at them and they're all just the same white rice. I told him that he should put the bag put it in a proper container, but he insists that it's just fine the way it is. But the thing is, I don't really think it's fine the way it is. So yesterday, I decided to consolidate all of the rice by getting a huge tub to put all of the rice in. I dumped all three bags in there and put it in the pantry. When I texted my boyfriend and told him where I put the rice, he completely freaked out and said that I ruined the rice. He texted me that I can't just Rick's basmati rice with jasmine rice, but it's all just white rice. I don't see how it's any less edible. When he came home, he just started yelling at me, and I was really hurtful because I was doing him a favor. Am I the asshole here? They're 26 and he's 23. Yes. She sounds like she's 16. Also, she sounds white. Yeah, for sure. Uh, sorry, white people. We're white, too. Well, half. Um, no, you can't do that to us. I'm all for, like, putting it into a container so maybe it's not sitting out in bags, but you need to have a container for each type of rice. Jasmine rice is not the same as white rice. No. No. Not remotely. Oh, uh, uh, that hurts me so much. <laughs> so yesterday when I pitched this idea to you and I said one of these is really going to annoy you. This, this is it. very upsetting. <laughs> like, I feel like I have to go protect my, my, my white rices. I'm pretty sure I have like all three in my kitchen right now, too. I feel like... I'm trying to think of what the white person equivalent of this would be. And all I could think would be cereal? like emptying all of your box of cereal into one container. But I like that's way more forgivable. Forgive, forgivable? Potentially. I, it depends on your mix of cereals. But but like the fact that she doesn't understand that like moving his stuff around where he can't find shit is not cool either. Yeah. Just because you share the space doesn't mean that you can just put shit wherever and assume he's going to know where it it went or why it went there 
Yeah, if you want to say, hey, I think we should sit down someday and organize the pantry together so we all know where it is, but it's actually organized, fine, whatever. But it's something you have to do together and both parties have to be on board. Yeah, but if if he's the one who's doing most of the cooking and she just doesn't, she can help organize, but she doesn't get final say on things. Right. Well, and she says something about... um, all of his stuff so i'm guessing it's more than just the pantry. yeah that also bothers me too that like this doesn't belong on the counter so we're just gonna put it somewhere else well then you can't mm. find it yeah also how dare she hurt the rice <laughs> <laughs> very hung up on that okay okay this one i just want to know who the cousin in question is so here's the title it says am i the asshole for bringing my fiancé to Christmas, despite my famous cousin's wishes. Ah, uh, is it genuine? <laughs> it's Donna. It's Donna Meagle. Uh, okay. I love Parks and Rec. So this one starts, My cousin is very famous. Yes, you have heard of him. And no, I won't tell you who he is. It's genuine. We'll call him Terry. Terry? It's Jerry Gergich. That's who it is. <gasps> is that famous, though? It's, like, famous for the wrong reasons. It says, when we have family functions, mainly holidays, Terry likes for them to only be family so he can be himself and get drunk and pass out on the couch and share Hollywood gossip with us. Otherwise, he feels like he's being interviewed and having everyone talk to him or want a picture and he has to be in promo mode. He said it's because he was tired of having to meet strangers and not be able to let loose. And there were some issues of these partners taking pics of him or spreading gossip. I hated this at first because I would be dating some chick and she would want to get to meet him and it's awkward to tell them they can't come to family events and they get mad that they never get to meet him my tinder pick is of me with terry but i get it so fine so i was fine with it until this year i began dating this chick in august i couldn't bring her to thanksgiving fine but when i walk in i see another cousin who will call danielle has brought her boyfriend Steve. steve even though they've been together for less than a year They got together over New Year's and engaged on Halloween. Terry was fine with this because he's met Steve before, because he's an old family friend, even though I've been told that no exceptions are allowed to this rule. Thanksgiving sucked because this whole time I was mad that I once again wasn't allowed to bring my girlfriend. My girlfriend consoled me after and I realized that she is my soulmate. Two weeks ago, I proposed and we got engaged. Christmas was at my aunt's. I'm a believer in ask for forgiveness, not permission. So I brought my fiance because she had nowhere else to go and I wanted her to meet my family. We walk in the house and all hell breaks loose. Everyone was asking who she was and scolding me about the rules and Terry flipped out. He was already buzzed and looked about 20 pounds heavier than he usually presents himself and started yelling at me for doing this to him. He didn't seem excited at all about my engagement or willing to introduce myself to her. Our grandma was telling Terry to get over it and asking to see the ring and saying she wished she had a, she had gotten my fiancé a gift, so grandma was on my side. But Terry was still arguing with me and said I shouldn't be allowed at any more events, and he ended up calling an Uber black and leaving before we even ate. To top it all off, my uncle, who has never even liked Terry, got upset because apparently Terry, Terry was a secret Santa, so he didn't get a gift, so my uncle started blaming me for ruining Christmas. I get that they are mad about it, but it was clear that There was an exception for fiancés, and I'm embarrassed that my family was so rude to her when I just didn't want her to be alone on Christmas. Am I the asshole? It's everybody. Except for Grandma. Yeah. 
Grandma's rad. Yeah, Grandma's freaking awesome. Gold star for Grandma. Um, it's everybody. There should have been communication. Like, hey, you guys, so-and-so brought so-and-so, and this is my fiancé now. I'd really like her to be able to meet the family and have family to be with on the holiday. Yeah, and I feel like this whole ask for forgiveness, not permission doesn't work when you're expecting someone to come over for holidays and there'll have to be enough food. Yes. Nobody wants a surprised holiday feast guest because it wasn't planned for. Also, now your girlfriend doesn't get to participate in Secret Santa with everybody else. There's not going to be other presents for her. Like, she'll be there, but... It's con- it's not extra awkward now. Yeah, not actively participating in anything that everybody else is doing. Yeah. But, it's all messed up. But who, who do we think Terry is? Not genuine. Oh, wait. No. Wasn't there, like, fighting or something at an event with Donna's family? Don't remember. It's been a long Ooh, time a since I watched moment. Parks and Rec. Um, I don't know. Someone who probably thinks way too high. Like, I get not wanting to feel like you're on promo duty or anything with the family function, but it's a bit much. The ego is a bit much. I don't know why this popped into my head. I have zero idea why. There's no grounding in reality or evidence, but as I was reading it, all I could think of was Taylor Lautner from Twilight. <laughs> <laughs> Is that not so random? Um, but now thinking it over, I could see him in that role. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. Uh, but like even a family member that doesn't even like the famous one is upset just because they didn't get a present. Come on. <laughs> but this is an adult. Like, Come on. Dude, you're an adult. Yeah. Grandma's the only one who's not an asshole. Good job, Grandma. Next one. Okay. So when I was looking for these, I looked for ones that were silly, like the dog and the famous cousin, but also ones that had sort of an international spin to them. And that brings us to, am I the asshole for telling my cousin and his wife that they were pronouncing their son's name wrong? Need more context. It's a little iffy. Okay. My family is Irish, but my aunt and uncle moved to England about 40 years ago. When they were 18 or so, my uncle could go to, oh, when they were uncle, starting over. My family is Irish, but my aunt and uncle moved to England about 40 years ago when they were 18, so my uncle could go to university. Once in England, they settled and had three kids, including my cousin, Liam, 28. Liam grew up in England, married an English girl, and had a son who's four. For the sake of this post, let's say they named him Oshin, which is an Irish name that is meant to be pronounced like Oshin, as I just said, in accordance with the old Gaelic tradition of nothing being pronounced like it's spelled. I, 23, female, am in England right now at university. I also have a son who is three. Liam and I are within about an hour of each other, and we had always meant to meet up. Liam suggested that yesterday on Christmas, when he and his wife take Oshin to the park, that my son and I come and meet them. I had met Liam before when we were kids and teens, just a few times, but since Oshin was born, we had only texted, so I had never heard Liam pronounce Oshin's name. When we went to the park, we met up with them, and I said, This must be Oshin. Liam asked me why I said it like that. I asked what he meant. He said it's pronounced like oisin, like hoisin sauce without the H. Sorry. I tried to move. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, I tried to move past it, introduced my son, sent the boys off to play. 
Liam's wife asked about my son's name, also very Irish, and I told her. Liam joked that with all I know about Irish names, it was shocking that I'd mispronounced his son's name so badly. I said something like, I'm not the one mispronouncing it. They asked what I meant by that, and I said it's an Irish name pronounced Oisin, and Oisin is probably just a result of the Irish language tricking people. Liam said it's how his parents pronounce it, and I said, your parents with English accents? Things were see- Things then seemed a bit tense, so I changed the subject, saying, that Oisin, pronounced their way, seems like a lovely lad, though. The wife then said that they had to go, even though we'd been there barely ten minutes, if that. That night, I got a call from my aunt and uncle, Liam's parents, asking why I told them that they were saying the name wrong and that Oisin is the correct pronunciation. I said it's really not. They said they were in Ireland until they were 18, so there's no way they could be saying it wrong. During this conversation, I got a message from Liam saying I'd really upset his wife because she's now convinced that they've been calling their son by the wrong name his entire life and that she loved his name before she met me. All three of them, aunt, uncle, and Liam, want me to fix this by telling Liam and his wife I was mistaken and apologize for questioning their pronunciation of their own son's name. I've said I'm not apologizing because I'm right, and they've called me an asshole saying, sorry, they've called me an arsehole saying that if I am right, which I'm not, it's not my place to correct them on their own son's name. They also feel that me pronouncing Oshin the, their way at the end was being passive aggressive. Am I the arsehole? Ooh, okay. So the thing about names is that they can be spelt however, pronounced however you want. But I feel like if you have like a traditional wherever name, then there is a certain expectation for the pronunciation unless you change the spelling. Mm -hmm. So I feel like in this instance, if you went to Ireland and you pulled everybody and they said Oisin, then the kid would be Hoisin. But if they said it as Oshin, that's, you know, would be the traditional name. I want to see how this is spelled. O-I-S-I-N. Oisin. Right. So if you don't know anything about Gaelic, yeah, it looks like Oisin. But that doesn't change the fact that it it's a name with a set pronunciation. Yes. Plus, there's the added layer of the conflict between the Irish and the English peoples. Yes. So the english picking a traditional irish name and then being like fuck you we're pronouncing it how we want isn't this how we got into a situation with country names <laughs> uh uh yeah i think the best case is for the ki- i mean like if you have to change the pronunciation or like you realize you're pronouncing the traditional name wrong the kid's four it's not gonna hurt them he's not gonna know yeah no it's not gonna hurt them um Best case scenario, if they keep going with Oisin, just go by Oi as you get older. <laughs> oi. oi! Oi! Kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you are, if your heart is set on the pronunciation that you like, change the spelling. Mm-hmm. Because the alternative of keeping the spelling and the pronunciation, he's a kid in England. At some point, he's going to go to Ireland, and they're not going to be happy. They're going to pronounce the name the correct there's way. gonna be like a giant brawl you, yeah i ooh, just ooh. yeah like <laughs> it makes me think like if the kid and it says that's just an example that's not actually the kid's name probably to protect their privacy which is fine but i feel like but it's if, a solid like, example yeah if the kid's name was siobhan and you were walking around pronouncing siobhan 
Like, <laughs> you're going to look really stupid. Siopon sounds like a so, failed yeah. Pokemon name. <laughs> if you insist that this is the spelling and the pronunciation you want, buckle up because it's not just going to be your cousin casually mentioning that it's pronounced incorrectly. It's going to be every single person they meet who knows the correct pronunciation for the rest of his life. Especially when it comes to traditional names like that. If you want it to be pronounced slightly different, then you got to change the spelling. And if you don't know, then maybe don't use the name. Yeah, I think as a parent, you have a responsibility to Google your na- your kid's name before you pick it. Speaking about names, how do you pronounce Elon Musk's child name? Have we figured that out yet? Uh, it's Derek, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> it's been, they've explained it before. I just don't remember what it is. I know they've explained it, but like, I still don't get it. It's pronounced X-A-12. I'd rather be Hoisin. <laughs> Well, and the funny thing is, is in the state of California, it's illegal to use numbers or symbols in a name. So is it just Ash? So they had to change the spelling. Yeah. So they've had to spell it out. And now 12, instead of number one, two, it's now XII. They changed it to Roman numerals. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'd I'd rather be Oisin than I don't even know. You know what I mean? Like, that's going to be a lot easier down the road. At least you can abbreviate it. How do you abbreviate that? You just go by Ash? Yeah, I think they just call him Ash. Then name your kid Ash. Yeah, seriously. It's a name. It's not my favorite name, but it's a name. Don't matter, not your kid. (laughs) But, like, (laughs) why make it so complicated when you're just going to abbreviate it? People are silly. I just, I don't get it. But, yeah, ruling on that one, is this person an asshole for correcting the pronunciation? I don't think so in this instance accidental it asshole like yes they said it accidental i think they were like they pronounced it correctly when they asked why you said it that way they explained and then they dropped it and they called the kid oisin which is mar- more forgiving than i yes. would have and therefore they became an accidental asshole i don't think they should have to apologize because no they said it how they thought it would have been they were wrong they said oops and then used the pronunciation the parents wanted. Yeah. <sighs> Who cares? I mean, that's... The problem does not lie with the person who posted this. It's with the parents who have to figure out what they're going to do now. Yes. And sorry you're having a, a crisis four years into your child's life, but better to figure it out now than when they're 12. Yeah, because you have the opportunity now to save them from a lifetime of their name being said wrong. Or being mistreated by, well, not mistreated, but treated poorly by people who know better about the pronunciation and do not appreciate an English person appropriating a name from outside their culture and then butchering it. Best of luck to the four-year-old. Yeah. Good luck, kid. Yikes. Your parents didn't Google your name. You're in for trouble. Uh, Google wasn't a thing when I was named, so... Right, but the four-year-old is definitely within Google era well now they are right but if you google how to pronounce blank name you will find a youtube video for nearly every name you could think of but anyway so one last one and it's a real doozy is it rice is it rice involved again i can't handle another one no but it is food related oh oh no Am I the asshole? Am I the asshole? Wow. Yep. Am I the asshole for eating 
sexy potatoes. <laughs> um, as opposed to potato potatoes? Exactly. Okay, so this one's a little bit longer, so buckle up. Okay, Emma the asshole for eating sexy potatoes. It honestly feels ridiculous that I have to post this, but my coworker has been getting on to me about this for weeks now, so I have to ask. My whole life, I've been eating potatoes by microwaving them and biting into them, eating them hot dog style. This is the easiest, most convenient, and intuitive way for me to eat potatoes, sweet potatoes or regular. I think this is how people in Japan eat them, or at least this is how I, I was taught by my Japanese parents to eat them. Whenever I go to my grocery store, I always pick out the most easily biteable potatoes, which are generally longer and thinner than most potatoes. So I work in an office of about 30 people. We typically bring our own lunch, and I usually just eat at my desk while doing work. No one has ever commented about how I eat potatoes, but I do eat them quite frequently. Recently, a new person was hired, and she is clearly has a problem with the way I eat potatoes. A couple times, she pulled me aside and asked me that I just eat potatoes a more normal way. <laughs> I asked her what she meant. And she said I was eating potatoes too suggestively. I was a little shocked because I literally just have my eyes glued to my screen whenever I'm eating and barely pay attention to how I eat. I told her no one else seemed to have a problem with the way I eat potatoes, but she insisted others were too polite to say anything. I asked a few other coworkers who were all just, a conf just as confused as me about what she was saying. I figured no one else really had a problem with it. This happened multiple times. She kept coming to me and asking me to tone down the way I eat, even accusing me of going out of my way to choose sexy potatoes. I've considered bringing them in other ways, but this is just the easiest way for me to eat them, and they're honestly delicious like this to me. I asked her maybe just not watch me while I eat, but apparently that is not feasible. Okay, I have questions. Go on, though. <laughs> okay. This one, there's actually three parts to it. She ended up updating this over and over yes, again. Yes, update me. Um, but it's quite long. So let's just get through the first one and go from there. Unfortunately, she reported me and now I have a meeting with HR next week. This seems really <laughs> dumb to me, but am I the asshole for eating sexy potatoes? Edit. Thank you for the gold and thank you for everyone who gave me tips on how to approach HR. I will update you after the meeting. Edit two, please stop asking me for videos of me eating potatoes. It's creepy and weird and also would be extremely boring and the least sexy thing you'll ever watch. Edit three, because I've gotten a ton of comments asking how to microwave a potato, scrub the potato thoroughly with a sponge and remove the dirt. Okay, blah, blah, blah. She goes on on how to okay, prepare Okay, no, no, no. I need to know how she eats the potato. I need to know this. Okay. So you uh, scrub it? Okay, then. Scrub it. Stab the potato with a fork or knife all over it, then put it in the microwave for about five minutes, more or less depending on the size of the potato and the power of the microwave. Then flip and do the same thing. To tell if it's done, poke through the center with a knife or fork. You can generally tell how soft it is by stabbing through it. The texture will be relatively intuitive. Make sure that you let the potato cool for at least 10 minutes, potentially longer, or it'll be too hot to eat. When you're ready to consume, I usually hold it wrapped around... Wrapped around... A napkin. I think she means a napkin wrapped around it. Okay, so she's eating it like a burrito. It. Yeah, I'll sometimes add butter or regular or regular potatoes, but I normally just sprinkle some salt as I eat it. Sweet potatoes, I eat as is. Either way, you'll probably need a drink of water or some liquid with it. Enjoy. Okay, see that was the part. I'm like, is she like cooking the potato and then cutting it down the middle and like putting all your baked potato toppings and then eating it? No, we're just kind of eating just a potato. Yep. Which isn't, like, you need a little bit more for a solid lunch. Come on now. But she's eating it like a burrito. Yeah. Does this gal have problems with sexy burritos? 
Probably not. And she probably wouldn't say a thing if it were just a banana. (laughs) But what I can tell you is it gets covered in some of the updates. She's Japanese living in London in an office that is predominantly white. And this person is also white. Like the person who's complaining. Also, now I'm really sad that I bought potatoes without considering how sexy they were. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Is there more to the updates or was that everything? Oh, no. No, no, there's a lot. And I we don't have time to read all of it. But essentially... Um, How did the meeting go? Yeah, she gets called into HR and they said that her coworker reported her for sexual harassment and creating a hostile work environment. Um, so she tells the HR person what happened. She was eating potatoes the same way. She's always eaten them for four years that she's worked there. No one's ever had a problem, but this new lady does. And she told the, la- the HR lady... I told her if it bothered her, she could and should look away. I continued eating potatoes this way, and over the next several weeks, she kept complaining. Uh, She explained her side to HR, and the HR lady was getting annoyed. She didn't believe that this was all there was to the story, and she pushed for more information. Are you sure you didn't do anything to make her believe you were being inappropriate? Are you sure you weren't harassing her, even unintentionally? I told her I never even talked to her unless it was about work, and she approached me first. HR said thank you, told her she'd get back to her. Um, She says she told HR that she dismissed the first complaint made to her face as a joke because deadass, it's potatoes, who gives a fuck? Um, And so it escalated, blah, blah, blah. And she went back to her desk and she told the lady, who she calls Karen, obviously, I literally gave it no thought when you first complained about it because they're potatoes I pick them only because they're easier to cook when they're skinnier. She accused me of making eye contact her while I was eating, which I think I did every time she watched me eat because it's really uncomfortable for ha- to have someone watch me eat, which I explained and I told her I had repeatedly asked her to stop watching me. Then she pointed out that no one else eats potatoes this way. And it's the only reason I do it is to be provocative, which I swear to God, HR almost laughed at. I just showed her a video of a Japanese person eating potatoes with their hands and biting into them. HR now knows that I'm not the type to harass someone or deliberately make a hostile work environment. And at the end, she just said something like, it would be best to look another way while your coworker is eating. Basically politely telling Karen to get her head out of her ass. Then Karen turned around by claiming I was making a hostile work environment by telling our other coworkers bad things about her. But I literally, all I had done was ask others if they were uncomfortable with the way I eat and explaining why I asked them. So she tries another angle um, and she says eating with your hands is a COVID risk and that I was putting their safety at jeopardy by eating that way. Fuck this lady. Oh my gosh. Um, Okay, so this is an important part. Later, I talked to my coworker who had just stopped bringing curry because of Karen. Let's call him Surya about the problems he had had with her. He had been unable to eat his regular Indian lunches in the office because of her. We were both extremely annoyed, and honestly, I felt extremely uncomfortable at being in an office where she was constantly judging Asian people's food. So I decided to file a report with HR suggesting, as many of you did, that the lady is racist. I pointed out how she was harassing Asian people for their food choices, and many of the comments towards us were bordering on sexual harassment. Surya agreed to bring curry for lunch today, and in solidarity, I brought some too. I brought some too, along with my sexy potatoes. <laughs> Karen didn't comment at all, but she did give us dirty looks and made disgusted faces. 
I actually got called into a meeting this afternoon with my boss, who's one of the founders of the company. He convinced, he confessed that he didn't like Karen either and that she had made multiple complaints about her within the first month of being hired. Uh, she was hired as a favor to his wife because she is his wife's cousin and had lost her job due to COVID. Oh, my. Uh, I decided to keep my harassment claim with HR and have asked for another meeting tomorrow. We'll see how it goes. Thank you for all your tips and suggestions. I will keep eating sexy potatoes for the foreseeable future. I think the lesson here is that we all need sexy potatoes in our life. Right? Makes me want a potato. And curry. These are all (laughs) solid food choices. I mean, you know, you you should probably have something a little more with a potato, but potatoes are good. Yeah, and it's not saying that she doesn't, but like... But she's eating it like a burrito. Yeah. She goes on to say that it turns out she didn't mention this in the original post, but part of the reason she's probably being harassed is because she's a lesbian. Oh, well, that's not nice. Yeah. It's definitely not nice. And at one point, this guy, Surya, who's bringing his curry, which he's resumed bringing. Good for him. Uh, Karen, Karen came up to him and told him to stop doing it because nobody wants that smell in the kitchen and that everyone was just being too polite to tell him. And Karen snapped at him that we aren't in India, uh, so, you know, don't make that stuff here. And he said, yeah, but I'm from London. <laughs> <laughs> also, she is a new hire. How does she figure that this is her place to tell people this and that she knows the feelings yeah. of everybody else? Yeah. Oh, there's one more paragraph. Last one and then I'm done. Karen confronted me in the parking lot after my HR complaint, complaining that I was trying to spite her with the hard-boiled eggs I had eaten at lunch, even though I'm definitely not the only one who eats them in the office. I guess eggs are now too sexy, too. She said my harassment complaint was discriminating against her for being Christian, and I was making her deliberately uncomfortable by throwing my sexuality in her face, but she knew she couldn't say that because she'd be called homophobic. I honestly had no idea she was uncomfortable with gay people. And to be honest, that's not really my problem. But she said that my putting a pride sticker on my laptop a few days ago after she started working here was part was the start of my escalation. Uh, And according to her, my behavior was retaliatory to her for having Bible verses on her desk. And here's the kicker. Apparently, I was using my girlfriend, a relatively high-pitched voice, and my eating to get men in the office to lust after me, implying that Japanese Asian women try too hard to be sexually appealing. What the fuck? (laughs) So is she the asshole? No. No. Sexy potatoes, though. (laughs) We are never going to look at potatoes the same way again. Sarah, do you think this potato's too sexy? It's never sexy enough. I, I feel obligated to take a picture of potatoes with the hashtag sexy potatoes. <laughs> Please post it to Instagram. I think I might. I think I will. Um, Please go to your store and find the sexiest potato you can find. I already bought potatoes and now I'm worried that they're not sexy enough. Told you that. Well, you're just you're just going to have to step up your game for next time. Seriously, though. Long live the sexy potato. <laughs> Uh, that person has, like, too much free time. <laughs> yeah. Well, apparently the resolution at her office was that this woman would have to start working remotely. Karen, not the person posting. Right. God. Oh, my gosh. I've never in my life seen somebody eating something in my office and thought, you can't eat that here. I definitely felt, oh, that's a little stinky for here because we've had coworkers who have, like, nuke leftover fish and chips. Yeah, okay. See, the problem isn't the fish. 
it's the whole microwaving it. Like fish shouldn't be microwaved. Exactly. Like ever. Like you're hurt. Right. You're hurting the fish, and yourself. <laughs> there's there's a world of difference between this smells unpleasant and I don't like ethnic food. My headphones just died. Uh oh. Oh no. <laughs> can I hear you now? I don't know. Can you? Nope. <laughs> oh, there we go. Helps if I plug them in. That would do it. Or not. I've got nothing. Nope. Oops. Well, intro, outro is out, and um, I'll say bye next time. Okay. Yeah, so uh, that was Am I an Asshole? It is definitely entertaining, sometimes a little bit depressing. But uh, check it out, because sometimes it makes you realize your problems are not nearly as bad as other people's. So um, Melinda's headphones have died. She can't hear me right now. I could say literally anything I want about her. For starters, you should call her marimba. She doesn't like it, but I enjoy it. And if she says that's wrong, just tell her that's how we pronounce it in my culture. Uh, So because she's not here to wrap it up, I think we can say sexy potatoes lady, not an asshole. Uh, Lady who pronounces Irish names correctly, not an asshole. Dude who wants his dogs to be purebred puppies, kind of an asshole. Uh, So that was our episode. Thank you for joining us. And come back in two weeks for another episode on another topic to be determined. So remember, it's an adventure. Don't be an asshole. Bye. Hi, everybody. Thank you for listening to another episode of Seattle to Unknown. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave a rating on whatever platform you are listening to us on. If you're interested in following us, look us up on Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. We're on all three platforms as at C2Unknown. That's S-E-A-T-O Unknown. Or you can jump right onto our website, www.c2unknown.com. I'm on Twitter and Instagram as at S-A-R underscore S, and Melinda is on both as at Hooligan Monster. If you have any travel stories or tips you want to share with us, please reach out to us at our email, which is c2unknown at gmail.com. Thank you, and we hope to see you back here next week. Bye!